Hi everyone. <laughs> Good morning. This is, this, this is our recording fun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take some of that clanging and make that my new ringtone. There we go. Perfect. Mm-hmm. That could be that could be my the ringtone for when I'm calling. Yep. What was I telling the kids I was going to do yesterday? Oh, my kids have circled back. We've had a Nintendo Switch for a while, and they are now back to playing Animal Crossing, which was a thing for them for a long time, and now they're both playing it again incessantly. So yesterday I sat down, and before they could grab the remote, I started all the throwback games are on there, and I started playing Tecmo Bowl. Oh jeez! <laughs> and I and I said to them after a few minutes, and they're 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 making fun of me because I got just destroyed because I don't even know what the buttons are anymore. <laughs> but I told them I said I have to find the Tecmo Bowl theme and make that my new ringtone. There you go. That needs to be a ringtone. So yeah, oh, tech, I, I played Tecmo Bowl, some Punch Out. Uh, of course, could not get past Piston Hurricane. I was not happy. No, no it's too oh, bad. It was rough. It was rough. We'll have to do a video game episode. <laughs> Apparently, Con- <laughs> Contra was my favorite. All right. So, wh- how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I am just. I'm just fine. Thank That's you for asking. Good. Thank you for asking. I uh, I got some. I got some listener mail. <laughs> do tell. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Mike Adler, uh, for, for your happy holidays, uh, family card with your children and, uh, uh, and and your, your very courteous note on the back. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, I actually, I don't appreciate it. What I really do appreciate though, is the effort you went to. And that means a lot. The actual card, not so much. (laughs) (laughs) And remember folks, send me an email and I will send you James's address. It only mm-hmm. hurts when I talk at gmail.com. Let's load him up with mail. Yep. The more inappropriate, the better. Oh, well, please. yeah, there's that. Oh, there's, I'm sure the, the um, what's the, the cheapo Hallmark line? Uh, shoebox. Shoebox, yeah. I'm sure Shoebox has a lot of, you know, girls in bikini cards for you. Oh, I mean, that's not, that's not, I mean, I want, I want like cards like these like photo collage cards but inappropriate oh oh that's interesting yeah yeah i've never thought i've never thought about that before and i (laughs) wish you hadn't put the thought in my head (laughs) (laughs) okay or things that are just you know unintentionally educational or uh just really really badly done that's good too we also need if you're gonna send it to me send it to me out of sarcasm Mm. We also need a volunteer on Mondays when the new episode drops to follow my sister on her walk because she listens and she thinks that this, the intro and outro music, she's always thinking that she hears you know people talking in that and that someone's following her. So we need someone to follow her uh, you know, <laughs> when she's listening to the new episodes. So if anyone would like to volunteer for that job, again, it only hurts when I talk at gmail.com. Preferably someone with a high pain threshold and is not allergic to mace. Oh, she'll beat the crap out of him. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Without question. That's why I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not an idiot. Come on. <laughs> well, 
you don't have to respond to that. You can just <laughs> you can just roll forward. Okay, got okay. it. Got it. Got it. Yep. Uh, I know what the bumper's going to be today in this episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I don't, I don't. I think when we put together our initial list, we were talking about just stuff that annoys us, and. Your list was really, really My long. My list was really, really long. Well, I can only write dogs and children so many times. Right. Uh, you saw the picture I put on the Discord. Yeah, yeah I did. Oh, my yes. God. I just like mm-hmm. dogs and children. Dogs and children. Mm-hmm. Get, get out of my, my happy places. Um, <laughs> so we started talking about grammar. And I think the Oxford comma was the name of the episode. Yep. Team Oxford. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were. I, I am... I did a lot of reading on Oxford commas just to, to understand a little more because I'm, I'm not a fan of them, but I think it depends on how you write. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that I am a, I'm a technical person. I program, I, I do data analysis for a living, but I kind of pride myself on the fact that I'm also a fairly good writer. I always have been. And I end up being the guy where at my office, our marketing department sends something out and I critique the way it's written. <laughs> And I shouldn't be the guy doing that because that's their job. What was it the other day? The HR department was sending something out, and I was one of the people on the review team. And, you know, they started a, a sentence. They started a paragraph, and the first sentence, the paragraph with and. Oh, yeah. Just, okay. So on. here's the deal with me and grammar. There are different levels of grammar. There, There's, like, basic understanding of the English language. <laughs> Uh, you know, hooked on phonics kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's beyond just like spelling and uh, sentence structure and things of that nature. Um, and then there's like English teacher kind of, kind of level. Oh yeah. Where, where you can routinely use the, the term past participle in passing language. <laughs> right. I mean, there's those people and to them, they must, I can't imagine that they have, a high sensitivity to poor grammar because they would be driven insane. Yeah, everything's bad grammar. Constantly. Constantly. I, I would think they get the equivalent of how the rest of us get road rage. Right. Yeah, I get it. I, 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 I totally get this one. But I don't think I'm as sensitive to it as you are, except for a couple of things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> except for a couple of things when it comes to grammar. But please, I know that I know that this this was your topic, so I don't want to don't want to steamroll over. Well, no, I'm I'm cu- I'm curious what you're so sensitive to. I mean, the Oxford comma is the fun example because it's uh, I don't know. Songs have been written about it. <laughs> it's it's because it's it doesn't hurt anybody. No. <laughs> it's just some people just don't find it particularly useful. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- there's the classic example of just you know commas save lives. The let's eat grandpa and let's eat grandpa. Correct. Uh, yep. So you know we've all seen that one. The, the example of an Oxford comma that I found the other day. So an Oxford comma, if you're going, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. Is when you have a list of three or more things, do you put a comma between the last two? So the, the example I'm looking at here is um, come meet Janet, a clown and an acrobat. And after the clown, I paused. So there's a comma there. So you're coming to meet three people, Janet, a clown and an acrobat. If you don't put that last comma in, you get, come meet Janet, a clown and an acrobat. Describing Janet as a clown and an acrobat. Exactly. Uh, But it depends on how you order the words. You don't need that Oxford comma if you say, come meet a clown, an acrobat, and Janet. 
Correct. It, it, it so why are you gonna why are you gonna remodel and restructure the entire sentence just to get rid of a little squiggle? For tells for clarity's clarity. sake. Clarity. Clarity. <laughs> no, I don't get it. I why 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 go to all that bot? Just put a freaking comma in there. It's more efficient. See, the funny thing is, I feel like it's lazy. <laughs> oh, it's way more efficient. Oh. It's way more efficient. That's because you are still stuck on this thing that everybody needs to do things the way you think it should be done. <laughs> well, I, I I'm I'm at the age where I can decide what's right. Oh, is that uh -huh. it? Is that it? What was your excuse when you were thirty? I don't know if I was quite that way when I was thirty. Yeah, I oh. probably was. Yeah, you totally. I were. probably was. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm right. Deal with it and move on. Oh, got it. Well, so like I said, there are certain levels, like the, the Oxford comma thing. I like it because it's efficient, and I am of sufficient intellectual aptitude to be able to understand what it means. However. There are some things that are just plain bullshit <laughs> <laughs> that are like these esoteric rules that grammar nerds get off on and really nobody else cares. Like lay, laid, lane, right? And there's a whole series of lay versus lie versus laid versus lane. Which one are you supposed to use when? Well, this is the past participle of this, but this is the future past tense uh, present adjective or whatever. That I'm like, you know what? Don't care. Don't, don't care. Who cares? Th three people care, and that's it. Yeah, who and whom goes into that category for me as well. It's They're close enough. <laughs> I, get, I get it, and I understand the technical part of the language and... This is this is gets to my one of the challenges I've always had with learning a new language is the people that are teaching it to you are trying to teach it to you in the most technical way. You know, hey, let's diagram these sentences. Let's do this. Let's do that. Nobody freaking talks that way. And I believe it's pretty well understood that English is one of the most complicated and least sensical languages out there. Well, that makes total doesn't surprise me at yeah. all. <laughs> it's like, OK, lay. First person, I lay it down. He lays it down. Past, I laid it down. He laid it down. But the perfect form is I have laid it down. He has laid it down. And the participle is I'm laying it down. And where does laying I, fit in? I, I have laid it down. Who talks that way? No one. Exactly. Just get rid of it. <laughs> it's there's it serves no purpose except to make like those like I said those three people happy. And, and what about I lied down? I lied yeah, down. Totally wrong. I don't. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so like this one, this this chart says lie l i e present. I lie in bed. He lies in bed. And the and then passes. I lay in bed. He lay in bed. So lay is the past form of lie. The perfect form is lane. I have lane in bed. Who speaks that way? Right. Only people, only in the movies on Turner Classic Movies mm -hmm. do they speak that way. Right? Or maybe Britbox. Yeah. Britbox or Downton Abbey, mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, nobody talks like that. That's, that's, on, that's the level of bullshit and that I don't care about when it comes to grammar. But things, 
that are much more simple do kind of grind my gears. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, they're there. There kills me. They're there. Yeah. That kind of thing. Um, and I don't know. Is that, is that, ah, that's grammar, I suppose. I don't know what that is called. Technically our English geeks out there will correct us. I'm sure. Um, is the use of a wrong word grammar or is that just being dumb? The use of a wrong word. Yeah. So like the difference between soul S O U L and soul S O L E. Oh, I, I consider that spelling because it's you, – you know what you're trying to say and you're putting the wrong letters on the page. That is a, That to me is a spelling error. Okay, so I'm going to cross that one off my list. So let me get rid of that. Oh, I, 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 can, <laughs> no, I, I still consider that to go in the, in the grammar category because, uh, you know, I come back to there, there, there. I, that's spelling. I'm looking up the definition of grammar now because oh, I need God. to know whether okay. I'm playing by the rules. Okay, so – the whole system and structure of a language or of languages in general, usually taken as a consisting of syntax and morphology, including inflections, and sometimes also phonology and semantics. Hmm, I'm always up for semantics. Mm, but I didn't hear the word spelling. No spelling in there. Mm. No spelling. But along that something that does fit in this definition, and this is, I guess, on the technical end. I, it shouldn't irritate me as much as it does, but I don't know why it does. And it's something I'm always hyper aware of when I'm writing sentences. Do not end a sentence with a preposition. Yeah, that doesn't really bother me for some reason. Drives me up a freaking tree. Yeah, we'll, we'll provide an example here. <laughs> Usually the one I see like in emails most of the time is with. So somebody, they'll they'll end a sentence with with. I'm not even sure how you would do that. What does this go with? Oh. With what does this go? No one talks that way. I do. Certainly in my emails. That's why people probably look at me weird. Well, I, I, another reason why people look at me weird. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I beat you to it. <laughs> <laughs> at least it's email. You don't have to see the looks. You know, I also use the, I'm a, I'm a who, whom guy. Mm. I always have been. I don't know why. I've never used whom ever. With whom do I go? Instead of who do I go with? Yeah, I would. I would always go with who do I go with. I've I've never ever used. You whom. are a horrible person. I, am I now? <laughs> you sir are worse than Hitler. Oh, well. Well, here here's one that I legitimately don't understand, and I think it's an old person thing. How many spaces after a period? Two. Duh. Yeah, I think it's two also, and I think that makes us old. I believe that one is the acceptable practice. Well, that's just stupid. I think so too. I mean, one one could be just a mistake. Two is intentional. Yes. Ah, see? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a big fan of two. And I think I just said, I think so too, which isn't that ending in a preposition? It is, yeah. yeah. Well done. I also think, no, it can't be. I, also, so I, I don't know how to make that sentence work for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm, I'm more forgiving of my little preposition pet peeve. In speech. In speech yeah. than I am in in written form, and, and that's a whole nother side of it. And I, I, I will not go down the path of children and and how they've gotten used to tweeting and texting and and creating other ways of speaking <laughs> that drive me insane and that I do not understand. On the simpler end of of grammar, the there 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 thing mm-hmm. drives me nuts because. It's so simple. It is. And and yet 
what are, what is one of the first things at least I look for? Like you're reading like reviews online or people commenting or all that kind of stuff uh, on social media or even just on like the news. You look at both their spelling and their grammar to try and measure how seriously you're going to take this person. A, a, a thousand percent. There is absolutely. Absolutely. I, I will just walk right, you know, Amazon reviews. I'll walk right past the ones where you can barely decipher what this person is saying. I, I mean, spelling aside, right? Because I know some people have awful time with spelling and some people are just straight up dyslexic sure. and it's really, really tough for them. Dys, dyslexia does not forgive the grammar part. So do not use there, T-H-E-R-E, as in over there for there, T-H-E-I-R, or the worst, T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. Yeah. Wow. I see that one screwed up so much. And I'm just like, did we like learn that in third grade? When did we learn that? All of that stuff, for me, it is a death knoll if it's on a resume. Oh, my God. I can't. How- I have had I have interviewed some great people, but I get into the round robin when we talk about them, and I say, "Did you see the spelling error? Or did you see this on their resume?" It it destroy because that is something that's supposed to be proofread by multiple people, and I I can't abide it. Well, even the modern spell checkers are looking for grammar yes. too, and so they will suggest a different. And like, are you sure you're using the right word here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't seem to make sense. And and people still, they either ignore it or I don't, what the hell? I, I What the hell? The, the most frequent thing I see and the most frustrating thing I see because it's such an easy rule is apostrophe yes on a plural. Mm-hmm. The, uh, you know, we just had graduations and things around here and the number of Facebook posts and signs out in yards that I'm seeing that say congratulations to our graduates apostrophe s like what maybe you should go back and get your degree again <laughs> <laughs> I, I it I get ooh. well I mean in all fairness if it's an engineer they you know as long as they know what way the alphabet goes then they they're, they're good <laughs> but I why why did my wife as an engineer Right, School of Engineering. I was for her undergrad. My undergrad is in biology and chemistry. So I was in the College of Arts and Sciences. Yeah, Arts and Sciences. She's in the College of Engineering. She had to take one composition course, and it was like technical writing. Mm-hmm. I had to take five composition courses <laughs> and five foreign language classes. Really? Wow. Yes. At the same school. Yeah, that is yeah. that is quite the list of requirements, huh? Chemist, biologist over here, not literary, whatever major. I mean, you've got to write. You know, theoretically, going into those things, you're going to be writing technical papers, but you you get technical writer help for those things. Yeah, I think it's just a way to extract money. Maybe, maybe. My, I know I took a handful of gen eds. My my son, one of when he was looking at colleges for this fall, one of the things that he was specifically looking at were were the gen ed requirements and to somewhat to minimize it, but more to allow him to do what he wants to do. Um, because I always tell the horror story. I mean, I have a math degree and I was in the science school and I had to take a full year of world history 
taught by the guy who wrote the book, who stood there and, you know, for any of you who went to school with me, you know, he stood at the front of that room reading pages from his book that we all paid, you know, 80 bucks a piece for 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just was, you know, pocketing money <laughs> for doing it to a bunch of kids who did not care. Why grammar police make terrible writers mm. for Greg Baymel. It's the same reason that uh, that probably that brewers are horrible uh, business people, beer tasters. <laughs> oh, well, business people. I was going to say taste, you know, you know, beer judges. That, that's true. That's true. It's the same reason I would be a horrible driving instructor. Grammar. So here, here are the reasons why grammar police suck, according to MakeAlivingWriting.com, because somebody's making a living running a website called Make a Living Writing when they could be writing. I, I don't get it. Why would you do this? Anyway, <laughs> number one, grammar police aren't perfect. Of course well, not. Sure. Duh. This is the one that grammar police waste time. The time and energy you spend policing other people's grammar is better spent elsewhere, like, say, writing. Or, like, say, writing instead of running a freaking website talking about writing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am writing when I police their grammar. I'm rewriting what they did the right way. Oh, God. Grammar police have trouble writing because they're too focused on the technical and not on the content. I, I'm going to stop you here because <laughs> the, the time you are giving to this idiot is is feeding into him. And I, no. Okay. Don't, don't go to make a living writing. By selfpublishing.com. That should tell you everything right there. Yeah. Selfpublishing.com. Don't worry. Everybody can be a writer. The reason that people don't like your stuff isn't because you're shitty at it. It's because they're just grammar police. You can edit that whole section out of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know at least one of our listeners is a well-published author. And so I can't wait to hear what she has to say about this. Who ah. <laughs> isn't there? Isn't there who's and who's? Who's and who's is another one. Yep. Well, it, I mean, at the end of the day, with the, the apostrophes, just kill me. It's it's yeah. possessive. Yeah. It's, that's all. You just gotta now. I will say that I have to think about its and its, but at least I have the wherewithal to think about it. And it's all about the the. Because it's is different because you're just looking at it as a contraction. Mm-hmm. The possessive of it's actually has no apostrophe. Right. Correct. Uh, and I just try to avoid using it entirely, if I'm being honest. Because <laughs> <You laughs> it never looks right to me. Completely restructure your sentence just to, just to get away from an apostrophe. Well, because that way I know I'm – if I can write a sentence that I know is correct and it takes me a few extra seconds to avoid the confusion around that one, I'll, I'll do it. But it's, I think, is <laughs> – it may not be the only, but it's probably the most common example where you've got an apostrophe and it's not a possessive. It's just for the contraction purposes. And likely the only person you're going to rile is another grammar geek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. But we're out there. We exist. You're everywhere. What What drives me crazy with it is the people that should know better. The people, and again, I come back to work, to just being at work, when there are people whose job it is to write things. We... We had some marketing copy going out at one point. This is years ago. And again, I'm a, I'm a technical person. And whoever was, doing, whoever was doing it, first of all, they accidentally sent it internally to everyone before they sent it out in the email blast to the customers. But I saw it, 
and I ran down the hall. I said, did you send that yet? And they were like, no, why? And I was like, this, 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 and this. <laughs> it was, it, I mean, it was just, it was just hot garbage. Mm-hmm. I, I, we've, we've talked about this before on, on the other podcast about, about expertise. And I, I think there's an assumption that anyone can write. That writing is just something, you know, I can speak the language, I must be able to write it. It's not true. Hot garbage was the name of my grunge metal band in college. Nice. <laughs> that's a that's a phrase I stole from my son. He 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 uses that phrase a lot. I found another another interesting reference from Studiosity. Grammar gripes, the most common grammatical mistakes. Subject verb agreement. So the example they give is uh, for the correct subject verb agreement form is in these cases the cat sits in the box the dogs chase after the ball but a common subject verb error is the cat sit in the box and the dogs chases after the ball who who would ever write that right that's like How, that's a common mistake only if english is your second language would okay. i ex- would i expect to see yes. that right they're not saying that. That's that's like like their number number one like most common mistake. I've never seen that kind of flub before. That that's so obviously wrong, right? Hmm. Here's a, here's a different one though. Uh, when writing, you want to you want your text to be as clear as possible, so not as to, so so as to not confuse the reader, as as James just did, because uh, he's not wearing his bifocals. The cat. Comma, while while her siblings were active, comma, chooses instead to sit quietly in the box. Okay, well, that's just a prepositional phrase. Yeah, this example is detailed. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. But I don't find that confusing at all. What's wrong with you people? Are, are you sure this isn't a, just like the last one, like a parody website? About no, no, it isn't. Again, <laughs> then, then something oh. is, is highly suspect with your Google. Because you're finding a lot of shit. Hey, this my my Google foo is just fine. Thank you very much. I I'm, I don't think it is. Here's a, a another one, and this one I see more most frequently in emails, sentence fragments. Mm-hmm. Here's one that that they have as a sentence: while her siblings were very active. Period. Yeah, that that's a prepositional phrase being used as a sentence, right? Mm-hmm. That that I and- see. And then, and look, my my most common sentence is "sure." Period. <laughs> uh, apostrophes, contractions versus possessives. Mm-hmm. So you were just that, and that's what spurred me to, to start looking at this when you were just mentioning that. I am becomes I'm. You are becomes your. The curse of apostrophe intelligence. <laughs> make mm-hmm. it stop. Make it stop. Oh, there's a great picture here. We have to use. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna copy and drop it in our chat so you can, oh, you can post it this is great this is you <laughs> this is totally you i'm gonna i should photoshop your face onto this is character. it explainable or not really <laughs> uh, people are just gonna have to go to the website to see oh my okay yeah send that over i'll see what i can do <laughs> if i agree so something that i use a lot of and i probably use it incorrectly i love semicolons I use them all the time. Wow, you need that on a t-shirt. Um, I probably do. I probably do. But I I know that the way I use them, it might as well be – I'm laughing because I just got your picture. That's – yep, that's me. 
that's me. Oh, so many bad apostrophes. Oh my, oh my word. Yeah, that's going on the website. Yeah. Wow. I thought you'd like that. I freaking love that. Holy cow. It's I think I need to go back to bed now. That, that I keep finding more problems in that picture. Oh Lord. Anyway, what was it? Semicolons, semicolons. I I use semicolons the way many people would use a period and start a new sentence. And I probably overuse them. It, it, it's a way of breaking down a run-on sentence or combining two together. I don't know. I, I think they're a lost art. I don't see many people other than me using semicolons, which probably means I'm doing it wrong. That's a gr grammar high snobbery is what you call that. I suppose. I like them, though. It, it's a way of saying this next part of the sentence is very important to connect to the first part of the sentence. So let's force them together. And it's not, but it's not important enough to be its own sentence. Right. Well, that would imply separation. Ah. I don't understand your rules. So it's something like, you know, there's a problem here, semicolon. We we need to associate this with this in order for it to work properly. I I, I view them as being it could have used a comma, but it would have been a bit of a run on, so the semicolon gives you that extra pause. I told you it's grammar snobbery. I am. I'm a grammar snob. Oh, but so before we before we let up on this, we have to remind people if you've never seen it. The, the You have to watch the actual music video, Word Crimes by Weird Al Yankovic. That's pretty precious. It is it is the definition of – really, everything you're going to need to know about grammar, it's all in there. Yep. Along with, I would say, my attitude about it. <laughs> I would agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> talking about it.